Hey everybody, Zach here. Before we get started with the podcast, I just want to let you know about our sponsor, Anchor. We're new to podcasting here at Salty Saints, and Anchor has made it so easy for us to get started. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast, so let me explain a little bit about it. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. The best part about Anchor, though, is that it's absolutely free. So if you, like us, want to get your word out there, you want to try your hand at podcasting, make sure that you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, thank you for listening to another episode of Salty Saints Podcast. My name is Zach, and I'm your host, and I'm sitting here with my new friend, Nikki. And uh, we're going to be talking to you today about what, what it's like to, to follow God's calling for you and, and how that works in life, what that sounds like, and, and just all of the details that go into that. Uh, how you doing, Nikki? I'm doing great. Thank you. Excellent. Um, you want to kind of start us out by telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I'm Nikki Cabell. I have three kids. Uh, my husband and I have been married for about 12 years. Uh, my son, Chase, is 20. My daughter, Kelsey, is 18. And then Grady is going to be 12. Excellent. Um, and so the reason we brought you on is because you have felt called by God in life uh, pretty recently, right? I mean, Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, why don't you go into that for us? Um, I kind of had a, it started back, um, last summer. I was a volunteer and I had a position, uh, like as a, as the treasurer. And I knew I was transitioning out of that and into something else. And so I felt very at peace with taking on the, the, a different role within that, that volunteer organization. And I knew then God was shaping me for something. I just thought it would be another volunteer position. And then about December, um, the job, the company that I work for, they were taking on a new department, and I was going to be helping in that department and staying in the department that I had, which is office bookkeeping. And I was very excited about that. And then a couple of realizations hit, and I was like, that's not where I want to be. So there was some uncomfortable, um, wasn't at peace with some of the things that were going on at work. Nothing bad company-wise, it was just uneasy for me. It just wasn't a a fit anymore for me. It wasn't something I wanted to pursue. I didn't want to be doing that 10 years from now. Didn't quite feel right. It it didn't, no. Gotcha. Um, And so with this calling that you felt, how, how did, I mean, was that the start of it? The start was at Christmas. We had taken the kids to Nashville to Opryland for the weekend just to get away. And we were having dinner, and my daughter was talking about my husband and how white his hair was getting and how old-looking he was. And we were teasing him. And I said, you know, Dad works really hard. He's a couple of years away from 50. 
And he said, no. <laughs> and I thought, well, how old are you? Well, how old am I? And when I realized how old I was and about to be, I was, it was like, if, if I live to 90, my life is half over. I want to spend the rest of my life serving. I, I don't want to be over here just selling parts and doing bookkeeping. I want to be serving. Okay. And that was, that was it. That was my, okay, how am I going to do that? What, what are my strengths? Okay. And so that's what I started exploring, doing some research. So, so was that a pretty immediate reaction that you had? Or, I mean, was there a lot of prayer that went into that? Was there a lot of, I mean, this is a pretty big undertaking. There know? was, yes, there was a lot of prayer. It was more in January when um, I was kind of, okay, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm thinking. Looking at different schools um, to get certified, to, to get the degree and where I, you know, where I wanted to go, the training. And being able to talk to different, um, I talked to a couple of different colleges and talked to some advisors and fine-tuning that to realizing I didn't want to, I, I'm going in for a financial coach. Okay. And I didn't want to um, get into stocks and selling and, and investing. I wanted to help people do a basic budget, make you know, so that they don't feel like they're living week to week, paycheck to paycheck. How are we going to make ends meet? Um, working maybe in the high schools, working for a nonprofit. I mean, I don't know exactly where it's going to take me, but I I knew, yes, by February I was on a good track, and I had a couple of. Um, Kim Shields is a member here, and she has been great talking to me and mentoring me on the side, and she really helped me to see where I wanted to go as well. Okay. And um, just for anybody listening, you're, you really wanted to focus on younger generation, right? Like, like people that don't have any experience with any of this. Is that the idea? Yes. That's, uh, that's it, how it was explained to me. So uh, if not, correct me. Well, I, and I had come in to talk to Randy on a separate issue um and then we were talking about something else the conversation evolved and he talked about a group and i said oh i would love that and it kind of all of a sudden just snowballed from there okay um i would love to teach in the high schools i would love it if my adult children would listen to me right Uh, (laughs) good luck yes (laughs) i'm so smart now you know I, i can tell you things that i wish i knew at 18 um but yeah, I would I would love to do that. And working for a nonprofit, you know, any family, really, you know, anyone who's willing to okay. listen and, and wanting to move forward. But yeah, okay, that's awesome. Um, so the the interesting thing about what everything you're saying is so to to track along here, you know, you said I I want to serve, I want to spend the rest of my life serving, and then your response to that is I'm going to become a financial coach essentially. Okay, yes. so I, I'm thrilled that you said that because a lot of people, when they think about serving, they think about you know feeding the homeless or you know, like like we've got these very like kind of stereotypical ideas of what serving looks like, and for a lot of people, I think it's hard for them to branch out of that mindset. Mm-hmm. But kind of what we've been talking about here at New Hope recently, and on this podcast even is is being being a representation of Christ where you're at with what you've been equipped to do with the people around you. And so I guess like maybe you could talk about how, how that is serving to you. Like 
what, what I guess how did that click that that was a good way to serve? You know what I mean? I knew it was a good way to serve because when I look at my my past all the way from I graduated with a psychology degree, I took the H&R Block tax course, I worked um, settling trusts and doing tax returns, and I've always kind of had that financial background. And two, maybe three years ago, I did take the financial piece class here, and I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't agree with everything Dave Ramsey says, but it was it was a good basis, mm-hmm. and I'm I I'm good with finances. I'm, I'm good with our personal finances, and my husband has said over and over, um, he's glad he doesn't have to do it. To, but just knowing that this is this is a strong point for me. This is what I'm good at. This is how I'm going to do it. This is how I'm going to serve God. I'm going to sit down and talk to them and say, you're not alone. You've made some errors. We've all made errors, but God forgave us. Jesus, you know, he died on the cross for us. You can move forward making different choices, and that applies to your finances too. I think that's great. I, uh, I think there's a lot of people that get kind of consumed by debt. They get, I mean, that I, I listen to some Dave Ramsey every once in a while, and it's it's crazy the amounts of, of debt people find themselves under. Just me personally, in my college years, I mean, I should have a doctorate at this point, let's be honest. But um, <laughs> I, I originally went to Ball State, went for three years, dropped out, finished a an associate's degree at a community college, and now I'm at Indiana Wesleyan uh, pursuing a biblical studies degree. I've got a year left. And I've I've racked up an okay amount of debt. I mean, it's nothing compared to what some people are under. But I can't imagine just going and going and going. And, I mean, I, I'm sure you – have you, I mean, talked to a lot of people who find themselves under quite a bit of uh, debt and the stress they're related? Or is that something, is that something you haven't really uh, tiptoed into yet? Not as far as work-wise, field-wise. Okay. No. Just talking with friends and family. Right. How are we going to this? How did we gotcha. manage this? What are we going to do? Um, I'm very fortunate that I have family members that have made wise choices and that are willing to talk and mentor. Right. I've always looked to aunts and uncles and, you know, what do you do? What do you wish you hadn't done? You know, what I want to learn from everyone else's mistakes so that I can make wise choices for myself and for my family. Okay. Um, yeah. Part of what I have to do to finish the certification is a thousand hours of um, advising, coaching families, individuals. Um, so I'm sure I will have a lot of um, pro bono. I need to get my certification. Who wants to come talk to me? I'm sure I'll hear a lot of how overwhelmed people are with debt. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think um, especially today, I I don't know why I said especially today. I think it's been that way forever. But, um, yeah, I mean, credit and all that stuff, it, it's so e- it seems so easy, and it's just not. Um, I, I The other thing I've run into is uh, the way credit works. I mean, th- why, why aren't there people – okay, the <laughs> – why aren't there people talking about this in like high school? Like why, why isn't that curriculum? Exactly. I, I went into this blind. I mean, like I, I tried to buy a house, um, earlier this year and basically I couldn't because I didn't understand how the system worked. 
it wasn't anything I was doing wrong. It was just I shouldn't have even tried applying at that point in time because there were some little rules. Basically, I have two part-time jobs, and so I could only claim one as my income because I hadn't had the other for three years. So it looks like I make half of what I make. Okay. You know, like crazy stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like how would how would you ever know that? And so, yeah, I mean, I think we need more people educating anybody on that sort of thing. Yes. I think people don't understand certain things. You know, I had a young lady say to me, well, I want to go buy a car, so I'm just going to go to the car lot and pay them the 169 a month that it says on the commercial. And I said, did you see that little teeny tiny fine print that flashes? You have to put X amount of dollars down first. Right. And you actually have to finance that. You don't just get to go pay them. And she's like, what? Right. So I, 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 I think there's a, a lack bank. of you education. Gotta... Right. Yeah. And I think people... I want it, so I'm going to go get it now. I, right. don't, I don't care what it costs. I right. don't, I, it, no, wait a minute. Stop and think about this because the choices you make today affect your life tomorrow. Absolutely. And not everyone wants to think about next week or next month. Uh, the, the one that um, my sister was telling me a story about, uh, she was in college a few years back, and she was in class. And the I don't remember how they got on to this conversation, but – it was something along the way of buying a house in cash. And the class, like my sister said something about, well, you know, if you save this much for this long, you would have this much money, and then you could just buy such and such, you know, house in cash. And they, all the kids were like, no, you can't. And she was like, you know, yes, you can. Like, you, if you have the money, you can pay for it. They're like, no, you have to make payments. And it's like... They didn't even understand, like, you can outright buy expensive things. <laughs> yes, it <laughs> you, is possible. It is possible. Nobody does it, but you can do it, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's it's really it's really strange to me how little education there is in, in that. So how, how are you going to – is this a career? I mean, how are you going to do this? How are you moving forward with this? Right now? Yeah, well, like, what, like, what's the game plan in, even in the long run? Too? The game plan is to finish the certification, and the game plan is to um, put out my resume, mm-hmm. talk to some people that I know, mm-hmm. and um, go from there. Okay. I, I don't want to work full-time. Okay. Be, I just – full-time. Um, having a, a kid at home with the e-learning right now is – Full-time is not going to work for me. Imagine. <laughs> okay. You're a teacher now too, right? I, 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 am, I am it. I am IT. I am, I am so IT and YouTubing everything, trying to figure out what does that mean and what's that, what, you know, back, back up a minute, help mom out. Um, so, yeah. Um, eventually, though, I would love to do workshops, um, which puts me outside of my comfort zone. You know, when God calls us to serve, it's not like here, it's inside your box. It's, I mean, this right here is out of my comfort zone. Standing up in front of people is not where I'm real comfortable. Mm-hmm. One-on-one, that that's a strength of mine. I can sit down with a family. I can sit down with a couple or an individual and, and work with them week to week, help them to achieve their goals. The, the part of a financial coach is this relationship is going to end. I'm here to help you and help you to get some, some foundations and building blocks so that you can do this on your own. You're you teaching a man to fish. Exactly. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, do you have any advice for somebody that may be wrestling with the idea of serving? 
You know, because a lot of the time when God calls people to serve, it does involve giving something up. It involves moving moving forward without some maybe letting go of a certain part of your life. And I mean, you're you've dealt with that. I mean, and so, I mean, is there a comfort? Is there something that comforted you in that time? Or I am not the breadwinner in the family. Okay. So I'm not giving up. I, I make a very good income. I have a nice Christmas bonus at the end of the year. I work for a great company, a great family company. So I'm giving up, you know, the known for what's around the corner. Right. Oh, my goodness. What am I getting myself into? Um, but there's a peace. And I think when you are moving in the direction God wants you to, you just feel at peace with it. No matter what happens, he's got this. He's got me doing this for a reason. He had me take this class six years ago because of this and I worked with this family three years ago and I learned this from them and it's all a building block to get me where I'm supposed to go and I just feel at peace I just feel right doing it Um, I think it's okay to say I'm gonna serve and someone steps out and they're like that's it didn't work out how I thought because we create this beautiful picture and it doesn't it's like dark and cloudy instead of nice and pretty I think it's okay to take turns in that to get to where you need to be right you don't just you know step off and fly and everything is great you right. step off and go wait a minute i have to flap my wings right you have to get to that point i think that's okay uh, that that actually reminds me of what uh, jason was talking about in his sermon uh sunday talking about um we kind of build this image up in our head of what god is wanting to do with us and we kind of paint this really big, beautiful image of what that looks like. And so we spend all of our time and effort trying to get there, but we don't account for the fact that, well, he's also using you today, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. He's using you right where you're at, you right. know? And that's not always pretty. It's exactly like you said. There's there's a lot of uh, uncertainty in that and a lot of just going with the flow and trusting. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I think that's another thing is we use the word trust a lot in the church. But we always, I don't think we attach all the ideas to to trust that should be attached to it. Like trusting means every day, even even in the little things. You know, yes, it, it's not hard to think like, oh, you know, we always think of like the stories like Columbine and things. Like if somebody put a gun to your head and said, "Do you believe in God?" Well, yes, I'd say, you know, but. What, what about when you're at the supermarket and the guy in front of you just made you really upset, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, driving driving down the road is, like, my worst part. Yeah. 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 And you have to pray for those people. You have to reach out to those people. You have to pray for those people. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, so what what does your family think about all this? Have they, uh, have they been supportive? My daughter thinks it's fantastic. She's... 100% behind me. My husband's very supportive. I mean, he's always he's always been do whatever is going to make you happy. So, yeah, I've had a good um the hope group here. The ladies are wonderful and I I've, I've had a lot of support and I have people that will also say is this right or what about this? Um so I think it's been good. I think as you explore serving you know, when I was doing the research and I was like, do I spend this much money going for this? Is that what I what I want? And the more I, I dug into it, I got to, this is where I want to be. This right. is it. This is it right here. And I, I was excited, and I knew. And, yeah, I, I didn't hesitate. 
That's good. I think you definitely need those people around you that, that build you up, one. And, and like you just said, I mean, even the people that, that might question it, that might ask you questions about, well, what about this? What about this? Mm-hmm. I think that's good, too. I think I think God puts those people there as well. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, earlier you said, you know, you look back on your life and things you've done years earlier, and now you see them all kind of pointing to this. I really do, and yes. And it's weird how that works, isn't it? Very. But it, it, it's comforting. It's like it's, you said. Yes. It, it It's neat to say, oh, I did this, and I did this, and now, wow, I didn't know that. I right. didn't know then I was going to, you know, do this someday. This is fantastic. Wow. It, 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 I don't know. Like, I always think about, um, you know, God sees sees the whole picture. And we just, you know, we, we've almost got tunnel vision <laughs> half the time. But that letting go and just saying, okay, he's got this. When, when I look and I read stories um, – like for instance, the the one I know we were talking about. I think it was Dave was talking about this. This is a while ago, um, but I may I may have just got that wrong. But uh, talking about Joseph uh, having the dream to move to Egypt with Mary, and then they just got up and they went. Mm-hmm. You know, you you read that and it's two sentences out of the entire Bible, and it's nothing. There's no like real thought that goes into that. But if you just stop and think about that. How difficult is that to just be like, yeah, I'm just going to totally change the entire course of my life now all because I, God dream. told me to. Yeah, yes. I mean, like, yes. pe- And pe- people aren't going to believe you, a lot of them. You know, like it's scary. It's It's got to be scary. But uh, I have not felt fear in doing this. I know I, I would go into work and be like, okay, I need I need to make sure that this is not where I want to be and something would happen where it would irritate me and it wasn't anything major but it was enough to say keep me moving forward don't I don't want to second guess myself and yeah within two months I was okay I'm putting in my notice I'm getting ready I'm and then COVID hit yeah so (laughs) kind of like we're gonna slow the rakes down a little bit and reorganize with the kid and that's part of it too though it's it's part of it that's part of it it too it's all part of the timing yeah. It, it's all worked out exactly how it needs to, and it will continue to do so. Do you feel God shaping you, um, getting rid of old habits, adding new habits, kind of making you who he needs to be for this? I hope so. Um, I didn't know if that was like a friction that you'd felt. I think I think other things get in the way sometimes, mm-hmm. and so I've had to stop and say, I chose to work in the yard today instead of studying. So I'm just one more day behind. I, right. I chose to, you know, and some things have to be done. Sure. You know, you, you, um, so, but I, I think it's made me stop and say, okay, if I really want this, I need to get to it. So I've been more determined, um, especially since school has started. And I was kind of waiting on school to start in some aspects to start back up so we could both be doing school together, my son and I. And, um, I think that he is definitely keeping me accountable. Like, I, I keep asking myself, did I do enough? Did I this? Am I on the track where I want to be? Do I need to start reaching out yet? Um, so I'm, I'm, keep, I'm staying mindful of everything. Right. That's cool. It's also cool that you're, you, you were telling me, you know, how old your kids were before we got started here. And, like, they're, they're a good age that 
you know, if they were little, they wouldn't be able to help you through this. You know, they wouldn't be able to fully grasp it. Right. But they're old enough that they can be they can be there for you too. Yes. And that's that's cool. That's another another timing theme thing for you, I'm sure. Yes. I don't know how people do full time college and work full time and have small children. Yeah, oh, I can't imagine. I don't know how they do it at all. No. No, I I honestly can't imagine. I I barely uh, make it as I am. <laughs> in, in fact, I was uh, I was up till I don't even know how late doing homework last night, and I probably could have just got it done through the week, you know. So yeah. give me some of that determination you got. I'll uh, I'll take that any day. Yeah, you have to stay organized, and that is a strength of mine. I can organize my time. I can I can organize. Okay, so kind of kind of i feel like we've kind of covered our ground um in sort of closing do you have any advice for anybody who may be struggling financially i mean i i know you're not mm-hmm. licensed to you know speak to the full extent of things but just any basic knowledge that you could impart the two things that i would say one would be to tithe. I have tithed for years, but I recent well, not recently, maybe I, I committed to the full 10%. It's been, had have been at least two years ago now. Um, but one of those, during that time when I was doing a full 10% of my income, my husband was going to be laid off for about three weeks because he was, he's in the union and he was changing from one company to the next and they had to be off so many days. And I, I was talking to a very dear friend of mine, and I said, do I not tithe? I've got to make sure there's money for groceries, and i got to make sure the electricity gets paid and things like that. And she said, you don't ever stop tithing your 10%. You, that's, you're trusting God to take care of you. And I, I said, okay, and I did. And we didn't go without for anything. We, you know, we missed one paycheck. It was no big deal. Never stopped tithing. That's where you're pre- – when you say, I, I put my trust in God, well, prove it. Well, <laughs> That's and there what you're did. trusting God with your finances. Yes. You're saying, uh, I'm going to give what I'm I've gonna got. I'm going to give. And I don't mean to cut you off, but um, I, with a lot of uh, kind of prosperity gospel stuff, they always kind of promise, oh, if you tithe, you know, you're going to be returned tenfold or whatever. And it's like, no, no. like <laughs> that's not – we can't just think that way. But we can trust that we are going to be provided for. God's yes. going to take care of us. Yeah, and I, it doesn't mean, oh, if you tithe, you're going to get this mansion. Like, exactly. You know, he's going to provide what you need. Exactly. And it's not yeah. always what you think you need. It, no, it's it's not. And blessings come in many different ways. Um, the second thing I would say is every paycheck, save. It doesn't matter if it's $10, $50, whatever you're going to do, set aside an amount every week it, it grows faster than what you realize when you're consistent and you're doing it okay do you uh recommend the the envelope system the dave ramsey envelopes i am not an envelope person because i don't ever deal with physical cash right, in hand. right. If i have cash it's like gone before it made it to my wallet there's a kid that's always right walking by and so i don't ever have cash um no i use a a spiral notebook that's how I track my finances. So you just write things down. Yeah, I'm that old works. school. I no, believe in physical paper. I, and I do too. Pencil I, and yeah. I've grown up in the era of technology, and I just think it's funny because Jason is older than me, and 
does everything electronically and then I'm just like this lame guy writing stuff down. I don't I don't know. Like I just No, I agree. I feel like he has such a better <laughs> grasp on technology than I do sometimes. Um but so okay, question. This is a genuine this is a me question. Sure. Um my big thing is like with my money I get paychecks deposited into my bank account and I have a checking account and I have a savings account. Mm-hmm. But I have a hard time differentiating money when I just see that large number. Like, does that make sense? Like, I look at my bank account and I see X amount of dollars. Okay. But I don't see this payment, this payment, this payment, this payment. I just see that number. And so it's much harder for me to compartmentalize each one of those things. Do you you think writing things down is the best way to sort that out? I do. Okay. I have... Um, in my notebook in the back, I have my savings area, okay? Mm-hmm. So in my savings, let's just say I've got $3,000 in savings, and I will literally make a column. $1,000 of it is savings, and $1,000 of it is for vacation, and $1,000 of it is for the car repair that I know is coming. So that's how I compartmentalize. So I don't have $3,000. I have $1,000 to save, Gotcha. I have a thousand dollars because I'm going to spend that money when we go on vacation, right. eventually. Right. And then I've got a thousand dollars because I think I'm going to need new tires in a couple of months. Right. Well, I mean, right there. Right. So really, I don't see three thousand dollars. I see a thousand dollars that may be my emergency fund. Okay. I see a thousand dollars that's about to leave because we're going to go have some fun. So that's how I I see it different. I don't just see wow I have three thousand. So there's there's I see three thousand dollars. It's like on its way out of my account. <laughs> I'm trying to hold on to it. Right. There, there's a mentality shift. There is. There is. Yes. Okay. Um, one of the things that I do in my notebook at the very top, I have a nice little box that I draw and I write pray, and so then I write down how much the income was. But I have to check that box before I can sort out on paper where my money's going to go. Okay. That's super interesting. Got to pray first. No, absolutely. Help me, help me be smart with this money because you blessed us with it. Well, I think that needs applied to every aspect of life, not just finances. Mm-hmm. I, I think anyone should agree with that, but I don't know that everybody abides by it. I know right. I sure don't. Um, I try, <laughs> and I get wrapped up in the day. Um, but yeah, like in in this class, I'm uh, well in these classes I've been taking. Um, the first step is always prayer in in the classes, and, and I'll be honest, I I don't always do it. I'm in a hurry. I sit down. I start knocking it out, you know. Mm-hmm. But how much more wisdom would we have? How much more peace would we have? How much more fearlessness to do things right. well? You know, it. I don't know. So, yeah, I think you're right. Do you have any uh, anything to leave us with before we get out of here? I'm just, I'm happy to be a part of this church. You know, my kid loves it here. Um, I have got a great hope group. Sisters, you know, I I love it, and I I really enjoy being part of this group. Excellent. Well, we're happy to have you. Thank Thank you you for uh, talking with us. I hope that uh, this information can help somebody. And, uh, yeah, stay salty, guys. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for working everything out for my good. Help me trust in your perfect plan. Amen. Father, thank you for loving and caring for me. With Christian prayer meditation, you can pray along to prayers based on specific topics. Go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app 
for Christian prayer meditation. You can also download the Abide app for biblical meditations at abide.com.